what the argument sounds like for the person who's out there defending <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Epstein's innocence. I would like to hear how that conversation goes. Scoot over a little bit. Well, he had a lawyer. Somebody, somebody. That's what I always. Can you that <laughs> lawyer. Like, he was the day of Steve was going. He was like, "Thank God, Jesus, that, <laughs> that was, was going to be a long no. trial." Oh God. <laughs> you go I had nothing. I had nothing prepared. Yeah, I had nowhere to go. Yeah, he had nothing. I would love. I would have paid money to see the notes of that lawyer, like his defense for. <laughs> Basically, at You'd that point... You'd have to point, start tarnishing the character of, like, four-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> like, 14-year-old girls just trying to That's be, so like... so horrible. ...talking about what they were wearing and yes, stuff. Yes, dude. <laughs> he would become worse than Epstein. He would. In the process of defending Epstein, he would become worse than the devil himself. Oh, my God. Dude. That would be... I've thought about that. If you're... Well, we talked about this. I'm not laughing at this situation, by the way. No. I'm laughing, I'm at, laughing at the depravity the of this. And that's the that's why this is like a joke, right? It's because you know right. that someone's doing that. Well, it's... Someone's defending him. Basically, the way... I Because my buddy who's a lawyer, he the way this kind of works is when you have someone like that where it's like this... If you're going to if you're gonna plead guilt... If you're going to plead non-guilty to yeah. something like this where there's so much stacked against you, what you... And you even start speaking in a language in court that is not saying my client is innocent you start <laughs> you just speak in this language is saying here are the facts here's how <laughs> here's how they this could evidence talk. could be uh in, i'm incredulous of this evidence yeah that's all you have at that point yeah. all you have is you can say hey this might not be credible yeah you don't no. have you can't even say yeah. oh my client that's didn't. lawyer in 101 yeah. yeah you know the fucking guy you can't yeah. prove it. Yeah, he's not yeah. going in there. Listen, guys, Jeff is a good man and right. a good stand yeah, no, no, None no. of that's happening. <laughs> he's a real he's like, piece of shit. This girl thinks that aliens are real. She's looking at ponies all day. Yeah. Like, can you trust her? Her mind's not fully developed. And dude, actually, you know what's really you know what a good example of this? Have you seen the staircase? No. Dude, you gotta watch the staircase. Everyone says that. What? Dude. Everyone says watch the staircase. I just haven't seen it. I I loved the staircase. If you haven't seen the staircase. Here's why the staircase is good. Basically, you have. Are you in the frame? I think so. I yeah, take up good. about two thirds. Yeah, you of can it, scooch. So. You can scooch in. The no, we good. You good? Okay. Yeah, we need that little gap. Yeah, we need a little bit of gap. Um, for the turtle. Uh, yeah, make sure you can see the turtle. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where it got that. <laughs> um, so it's basically you're watching this man. This man who clearly murdered his wife. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Clearly murders his wife, and then you're just watching evidence on evidence. Yeah. On evidence, and then not only the the what really does this guy in is just his casual his casualness in court. Yeah. And his just like his like whimsical attitude, and this you can tell the lawyer is just doing everything he possibly can to believe that his client is innocent, but yeah. it just keeps getting harder. <laughs> he's, yeah. just like, he's like, he's in the courtroom like, your honor, my client was alone that night. Yeah. Uh, he was a good... <laughs> no, but he's, okay, they're doing a documentary. They're doing a doc, like they're filming it, right? So they're filming everything. So they're in the house, they're talking to him. It's from the standpoint, it's almost, if they're filming it as if, Hey, this person is innocent, and we're doing a documentary to like kind of like prove his innocence and all that. To but exonerate the, him. Yes, but the the like the documentary keeps going. You're like, 
cut the cameras off, guys. It's getting worse. Yeah. It's getting like. So it, wait, you're saying they started this documentary to prove this guy's innocence. And then while they were filming it, they found out he was guilty. Is that, that kind of what you're saying? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking happened. I think that um, they wanted they wanted to film it because they thought it was like a good idea and it would be cool. And they, I think the director. An prob- interesting case. Yeah. I think the director thought, oh, well, he's innocent, you know, and let's see how he and then let's see how this plays out. And then I think as it keeps going on, I think had there not been cameras rolling, the lawyer would have been like, "Hey, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to level with me to a degree." Yeah, because no, um, sure it doesn't happened. look good, and we're yeah. gonna have to go. Not guilty's not gonna work, dude. There's a really great show on HBO called The Night of. I don't know if you ever saw oh, it. Oh, I love that. You dude. saw that, dude? How good is that, that fucking first it's episode the, yeah. where like John Turturro, the lawyer, comes in yeah. and he's in there. He's like, "Listen, man." He's like, "No, no, 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 no." He's like, yeah. I don't care what you do. I don't care who you hung out Doesn't with. Doesn't matter. This is <laughs> yeah. these are the facts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that yeah. was, dude. That was so. That was like That's an underrated show. That oh, was a great season dude. of TV. And towards the end, where he goes, like he's all prison tatted within like three weeks. I was uh, yeah, like, yeah, okay, it took <laughs> yeah. a little. Yeah, it jumped the shark a little bit yeah. at the end, but but awesome. Yeah, it was it, it was great. Staircase and night of. Let's just be a fucking. Like, yeah. We're just like another podcast talking about fucking shows. Yeah. Dude. Well, that's every podcast now. Yeah. Everybody's like, do you see this new Netflix? I'm tired, dude. There's uh, too much Netflix. There is. It's too much. But there's some. There's some. That I, those are two that I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand by and say, I got in a rabbit hole, dude. I was. I was researching. I was getting into fan fiction of the staircase, dude. Oh I my was god! Losing yeah, you it, went dude. in there then. I wanted, the, you know, I think in ten years when I'm like done with whatever career I've chosen, I'm just gonna go full on detective. Oh yeah, I internet think so. Stuff? Private eye. I'm all of it. I'm gonna get a car. I'm gonna do stakeouts, dude. Yeah, I you want to be god. a PI, dude? I could be a good. I, we could do, start like a private investigation firm. That would just go be- stake people. Here's the thing. You think yeah. it's fun? You think you're gonna stumble on some huge crime? No, you're just finding some guy who's cheating on his wife. That's all you're doing. That's fun. That is true. <laughs> I, that, in, I would let dude. that consume my life. Yeah, like, uh, dude. The pursuit of justice, no yeah. matter how small. Right. No matter how petty it is. Yeah. Hey, money's money, dude. Money, if you justice, write the check, I just want justice. That's I feel like that's right. what you're looking for. I want to see the look on this. someone's face when they're busted. Uh, yeah, dude. dude. Like that show, Cheaters, dude. That How, was great. Yeah. That show, Cheaters, man. It was on for so. Is it still on? You can't ever tell because every episode looks like it was filmed in 1991. Yeah, I think it's all like syndicated. Or you're right. Just like maybe people that are in faith, like unfaithful of their spouses, just like look at bad fashion. Dude. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. Know. If you're so trashy that you get caught cheating on your wife via the show cheaters, right? Boy, you really weren't hiding it. Well, you know, that's always weird to me. Cause they're always like, and they always get caught like outside of like a Rite Aid. Yeah. Like, they're in, like the parking lot of a Rite Aid or something. It's like she, some chick gets out of a van. She's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. And he's like, I oh, what the fuck? He's like, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Acid reflux pills yeah. here. What the fuck happened? But they're like with the girl. Here's my 15 year old child bride. I yeah. don't understand the problem. <laughs> or I feel like there's a lot of them where they're busted at like a shitty Mexican restaurant with like margaritas <laughs> with like some woman who just like. Yeah. I don't it's it's just weird it's just like you can tell it's a bad situation to begin with yeah you can tell he's like on the date and he's thinking like this is a bad idea for well you reasons. you know why it's bad is because here's the thing getting caught cheating in public yeah it the fact that you decided you know what going out in public with my mistress is risky yeah so 
I'm going to go do it at the shittiest Mexican restaurant right. in town. Yeah. Hoping no one sees you. But then the thing is, you don't know that you're about to get popped on the show Cheaters. Yeah. So then your legacy becomes the guy who got caught after just ordering two pitchers of Marg's. Right. Eating some, you know, chips and salsa. Yeah, your identity, like everyone you know will find out. Yes. And you'll be two pitchers Dan. Yeah, you know? yeah you're two pitcher Marg's Dan. You're yeah. drunk when it happens to Yeah. Him. Oh God! Dude. He got that dude. The guy that does the show and like he's the, you know, like who is this woman? Do you know her? Are you married? You know yeah. that guy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He got stabbed once, man. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. He got stabbed by a guy. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you start rooting around people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I can't. I'm not saying you know. I'm not saying cheat on your spouse is okay. It's not. But no. I also live by a code of don't get involved okay but that's what if we're gonna be pi's like our job is gonna be getting involved in other people's business yeah dude that would be awesome i would kill to be a private the 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 angle now is that if you just want to operate outside of the law and make reckless accusations about whatever you want yeah you just become a journalist that's typically what that that angle now is you can be like ronan farrow that guy yeah but you don't although he broke some big stories so yeah, he doesn't count. People don't just, like him. I don't know what his old deal is. I don't know enough. What to, did he break? He broke the Weinstein thing. Oh, he did. So, okay. so Ronan Farrow is Mia Farrow and Woody Allen's son. Oh, really? Yes. And okay. then he grew up and got into like you know social justice and like political campaigns, things of that nature, and became an, a journalist somehow. He broke the Weinstein story, which of course huge. I think he won a Pulitzer for that, as he should have. Wow. You know, but then then it started getting weird because then he was like, then he was started talking about how Woody Allen, he was like saying, yeah, Woody Allen molested my sister, which is, again, not a crazy thing to say when your dad's oh, Woody Allen. But then after that, he got into this thing where he was like, well, I'm not even sure he's my dad. And then Woody Allen's like, yeah, he's my son. I, it's yeah, then you muddy the message. Some families, you're just yeah. like, you guys have so much drama. Just get out of let's my foc- life. Yeah, let's focus on Weinstein. Yeah. You know, Stay, He's like, you, just, we don't you're care the about this. Guy. Yeah, don't muddy your brand right now. Yeah, just be be the hard hitting, <laughs> be the Woodward and Bernstein of your generation. Don't <laughs> yes, like, yes. Don't bring your own shit into it. Yeah, you know? no, for real. If you got family drama, dude, handle that with dude. I Woody. I would love to be a private investigator. The thing about yeah. the thing that sucks about being a private investigator though is you can't actually bring anyone to justice. All you can really do is just spy on them, using you know. Barely skirting the rule of law. Like, if the rule of law is this little wall, you're yeah. just like walking alongside it. Any because you're like spying on someone from the street. You're like, it's not illegal to film into their house from the street. Is that true? I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because they do it. Yeah. People I, do. See, I'm fine with just doing the sleuthing, dude. I don't got to bust in and like confront someone. But like, what is a private. This is a guess what I don't get. Like, what does a private investigator do? Like, other than catch your wife cheating on you that's like one thing because like that's not really a legal issue you're just saying hey i need proof that my husband's a scumbag yeah so i can start this divorce yeah i mean i feel like that's generally most of your clientele is gonna be um you know Uh, all i'm saying is this if you're a run-in-the-mill private investigator you're sitting around you get a call and someone's like hey um i got a case for you he's like okay yeah uh, what's his name where is he cheating on you he's like no i've undercovered underground pedophile ring and it's being run out of the basement of city council in downtown los angeles there are several high level senators and you're like he's like nope i'm out yeah i know out of my pay grade nope i'm not a cop (laughs) 
Call me if one of those senators cheats on his wife. Then we're then in. You then will. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Because if you hire a PI, then again, like, what are you? That are, that's at the point though. If you if if someone calls you that calls you and says, hey, there's a child molestation case, like a pedophile ring going what? on. What? What? Yeah. Then it's like at that point, even like us knowing the information, we're now we're already in. Now we're in. We're involved. We know stuff. So now it's something where. People might kill us for knowing yeah, that. Yeah, it's like True Detective season one, where they start. They realize they can't get justice through the law, so they have to start doing I only their saw own the first shit. Episode. Do oh they my just go god, on dude! It? Jesus I, Christ! I Either way, I dude, saw the night up. <laughs> not even close to yeah, as good. But I've seen as some True good Detective. Stuff. I've watched some good TV. <laughs> Watch True Detective, dude. Can we Google private investigators? I just want to know who's still, who is still hiring a private investigator. Sure. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and also, and more importantly, what do they look like? Like, what what is the visual? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here. So we're we're gonna look up private. Just do like I guess private investigator near me. I don't know. See if we can find like a Groupon. You think okay. I got a Groupon one where you have to like share? Like this guy's looking for four other guys' wives cheating on him. It's kind of like an Uber yeah. pool where he <laughs> just cool. makes the rounds every day. He just got a group of ladies that. Yeah. Have suspect husbands. Here's the it's thing. Super eyes. So that guy's you, running an ad. We don't want him. Yeah, that's the you know what? That's the thing now is like you see an ad and you're like, oh that that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Now yeah. what's at the top that nobody had to pay? There is a best ten private investigators. Yeah, go in there. Hands. Click that. Okay. Click that. I feel like we have to call one of these guys. You wanna call no, dude. No, because then they start private investigating our asses, and that's, that's true. the last thing we need. Okay, well this guy. Dude, this guy's five oh, hold on. stars, 64 reviews. That guy's running an ad. That's a sponsored one, so you can't trust oh, this shit, dude. That's oh. the problem with Yelp. LA Intelligence. That's a blue check, but that's the biggest one. It's this guy right here. Okay. LA Intelligence. Again, I like how every private investigator really makes it look like they're po- the police, but they absolutely are not. Right. They like, have a badge. They are. In, <laughs> they make they their own ju- badge. They have a badge, but it it is very... And look at this guy. Oh, we got videos. Okay, so here, I'm going to click on this guy. Just click... That is that him? So sorry, Brian. Brian Matthews. S. Brian Matthews. Yeah, you know what this this guy shot a black kid on the job and got fired from the force. Right now he's here. Now he's here. That's what. And this- he's doing well, which is too <laughs> yeah. bad. He's making more money. He's like, I didn't know that would happen. But but okay, here's the thing though. If I did, if someone like if I was so and my husband was cheating on me and I showed up and met this guy at a diner who was my private investigator. I'd be like, this guy's going to figure yeah, the fuck I'd out. Yeah, I'd feel confident. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, I come Look how right confident guy. this guy is. Look, look at the frame of the picture. His yeah. head is the entire picture. It's right. cut off at his neck. It's bad lighting. Click the next one. All right, Does he have more things. pictures of him? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a video. Oh, Ooh, fuck. Ooh. Okay, that's the girlfriend. That's the, see, again, Dude, this, is this is all it is. is. This, this is, is all it is. is. That's, that's all it is. I'm fine with that, though. No, I am too. Like, I will bring people to justice. Right. Until I'm, a fucking player from the LA Rams stabs me or something like that. I'm, no, keep a distance, dude. We're taking, we're doing zooms right here, man. We're yeah. taking like, but, but no, you know he's no, that's him. He's up in the grill. That ain't no cop. Oh no, that's him. You think? That's oh, him? you're th- okay. You're th- no, dude. He well, took I don't his think picture. he would post a photo of some random innocent chick. I guess she's not innocent. No, if that's she's involved so, here. dude. That's the girlfriend. That's the mistress, man. 
you think that's what's going? I mean, yeah, listen, I I'll, so. I, we don't know the whole story. I'll just have to oh, call dude, him. just sitting at a fucking desk. Yeah, dude. he's in the valley too. I know that view. He's sitting in like, really. Yeah, he's overlooking. Oh. That's like Studio City, like no, your I want, Universal I want City. My PI to have an office downtown, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, dude, I want my PI to be working out of his house. You think so? I just want him to be like. If he's working out like of Bukowski yeah, pulp, yeah. like that, that's he's who gonna I, obsess. Yes, that's what I you want, want this. I want this to ruin this guy's life. Mm-hmm. Just friends, yeah. This is this is perfect, dude. He, I think he had a video. Did he have a you video? You think he did? Oh, he does. Do we want to do this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, if there's one day a year that the phone rings more frequently than others, that would be Valentine's Day. That's private detective S. Brian Matthews. We had to cover his face because he works undercover. <laughs> it's on the Yelp Finding page. unfaithful partners is one of his expert skills. He told me some things to look yeah. for well, in your significant other. Suddenly has a lot of new clothing. Uh, they may notice uh, a new cologne or perfume. Uh, oftentimes yeah. uh, the phone I mean, rings or text messages will come in on a telephone where the individual will take the call in another room or avoid wow, the call this guy's and really watch good. the money. If you need a private wow, detective, call LA Intelligence at 310. Wow. That was the worst ad. This guy's barely. I mean, again, this is how you know this guy's good. Sometimes when people are cheating on their spouses, they keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, sometimes if there's a call, <laughs> They'll make sure that the other person doesn't hear that call. Because <laughs> you know then they might find out. <laughs> yeah, I like how he blurred his face and then his, his fucking face yeah, is all over the Yelp page. Sure. You all over that, it. dude. He has like headshots. Oh, man. I don't, LA Intel, dude, I don't trust him. I don't. How well, par- but here's the thing again. He's like, well, I can't show my face because I don't want the perps to know I'm coming. But right. how, how paranoid do you have to be to be cheating on your spouse and then being like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to get caught. I'm going to facial recognize i'm gonna yeah. memorize the face of every private detective and see this guy in plain clothes on the street and be like oh that's him i gotta go it was like this was a commercial for him and it was just like that was part of somebody that was somebody's idea yeah like, let's blur out your face because that seems legit yeah he's like yeah no wow okay so i'll do this yeah i mean this guy's got a cool office in the valley dude overlooking the valley i should say dude you know what it'd be fun it, like you like since we're buds if we were private investigators together and we did like stakeouts together yeah that'd be a job it would be fun right you just hang out all night and try to catch like honestly it would be one of the coolest jobs if you love drama which and you and I, I do relish i love drama yeah. i still i love drama so much i manufacture it you know yeah. so yeah to just sit in a fucking suv all night drinking coffee smoking cigarettes right listening to like rage against the machine or something mm-hmm. and then not too loud though not too loud not too loud no what what, what would our stakeout vehicle be it has to be something that like no one would we would notice. have to look we need like a van we would have to look like two dudes in a van two dudes in a band mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we would have to play yeah, out like, like our uh, those guys we also don't look like pis like that guy if i saw him in a car i'd be like be like who who you yeah, working for this guy looks w- he has way too many police accessories and not enough police cars yeah you know what i'm saying yeah the guy who's got the utility belt of like mace and like it looks like a gun like a straight up gun yeah, are those guns or those tasers that's the that's the question you don't know are you gonna test it no you're gonna get in this I'm guy's not. grill and test it are we gonna carry guns 
Fuck yeah. Okay, I got the same page. I will blast a motherfucker in the head if yeah, they try to dude. attack me. I was like, hey, well, okay. motherfucker, it's not my fault. Like, no, I'm talking about self defense. I'm not going to go out there and dome people no, out of my own good right. Yeah. No, but listen, when you start meddling people's lives and you, like, yeah. you're the reason a multi million dollar divorce starts. Yeah. People, tension start flare. I gotta have a piece, so I'll fucking yeah, yeah dude. Cool. Yeah, we need guns. Yeah, dude. locked up. I'd have like a shotgun. I would go that Whoa. far. I would roll up like, all right, you've been caught. <laughs> right. No, you'd come in. You'd come in with a gun. Yeah, I would come in hot. <laughs> I would be like, no matter. I was like, before you start to escalate this at all. Yeah. Just so we know who's in charge here. Right. You bust it. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, have a. This gun is cocked and it's pointing at you. So don't <laughs> fucking try anything yeah, don't with me. Do it. Yeah. You're, you're gonna lost, go down, for buddy. This. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny, man. Yeah. Doing a real I stakeouts are fun and like trying to like catch people on a crime is fun. Yeah, dude. Dude, I got Ugh. a story. Yeah. Okay. I've mentioned that I used to work at a radio shack in the mall selling burner phones to drug dealers. That was my occupation. And for ruining little, people's credit. Ruining people's credit. Very important. That Our was a big part of my that job. Had no credit. Did I tell you? Yeah, and I would go to the Applebee's in the mall during lunch break and drink two giant beers and come mm-hmm. back drunk and fuck people's credit up. It was great. Anyway, um, so we like the Radio Shack I worked at. They also had a little kiosk in the mall, and you know that's like the guys you're you're just like walking through the mall. Some guys like, "Hey, can I ask what cell phone provider you have?" And yeah. you're like, "Oh, fuck this guy." You know, well we have one of those, right? Well, anyway, this guy who's working at the kiosk, one of my coworkers, he was like, "Dude, our boss is like, he is." He's clocking in. He's saying he's clocking in at eight, but he's showing up at like noon. He's like time thief. He's stealing, and everyone's everyone hated the manager, you know. Okay. And he was like, "This is fucking bullshit." Is the man. kiosk he's manager getting paid? Yeah. Right. He's like, "This guy's getting paid, and he's clocking in late." Right. Okay. All right. Time thief. Pretty classic. That's like office crime. That was the other one that I was gonna mention for a PI. They might do time thieves. Yeah, yeah. time thief. So anyway, so this guy's like, you know what? I'm taking this shit in my own hands. Like he's doing this every day. He's robbing this company. He really was. He was robbing the company of a lot of money. Radio like, Shack. He yeah, which yeah. was listen. Radio Shack needed all the money. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, could. Yeah. They were right. hawking warranties to drug dealers right. to stay afloat. If that's your business model. You can't have people you're stealing on, time. You're dude. on the way out. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this my buddy who was the worker, he was like, "I'm gonna catch this guy. We're gonna fucking do this. I'm gonna report it to Radio Shack Corporate, and we can get like a new manager." Like his heart was like in the right place. He didn't you know? like the boss. He didn't like the boss, but yeah. also the boss was being a shithead and like not doing his job. Yeah. So anyway, so this guy goes into our store and takes a set of security cameras off the shelf, like the Radio Shack brand Whoa. security cameras. All right. Sets them up when this dude's off. Secretly hides them around this kiosk. This is how far into this we're going. This dude takes the cameras off, sets it up around the kiosk, and starts rolling. And has it rolling onto this like little SD card. Yeah. It has, like, what, I don't know, 64 gigs, yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that? Enough. So he starts rolling on it. And then one day he comes in, and I'm just chilling there. He's like, I fucking got it, man. I'm like, what? And he's like, check this out. So we load it in the computer, start watching it. And straight up, dude. A bunch of times he's got him, and it's like noon, and you can see it over his shoulder on the computer. He's changing the number to eight a.m. He's like, "We got it," and I was like, "Motherfucker, like you fucking did it, dude! Like this is it." So then the dude, he's like, "I got the footage." He submits it to corporate, tells him, and they fired him for stealing company property and putting up cameras. I kind of thought that's where it was going, dude. <laughs> they fired him and they kept the manager. The 
guy was stealing. He was straight up stealing for the company, like lying. And they were like, you're going to stay on because you're not a fucking rat like this guy. And they fired him. Ooh. They fired his ass for stealing company property. You, he didn't. He's just he just took the cameras. He just put them up. He didn't take them home. He just installed them at the store. But they were in the store and he put them in the kiosk. Yeah, it, it's this is convoluted. Like no one cares about this, but like no, it was all important. the same. It, no, it's okay. important. Then wait, we'll wait, get wait. into this because here's the, the inventory was all the same. Nothing went missing. Like the it, it was always there. They were just like in okay. use. All I want to all I want to ask. This is as, yeah. as the judge. Yeah. All right. Which where where did this man clock in? Where was he doing the manipulation of his time? On a computer in this. The kiosk is not very big. It, but it was in the kiosk. It was in the kiosk. And then he, but he took the cameras from Radio Shack's store to yeah. the kiosk? Yes. Yeah, he fucked up. No, dude, it's all the same thing. Like, it, Guilty. That, I see, this is <laughs> how, because the kiosk was part of Radio, like, it was all the same inventory. It was the same story. It was just like, it's like having an office a little down the hall. No, because that's just like phone cases and shit, dude. I know, but it's still a Radio Shack store. Like, it, no inventory went missing. Nothing was stolen. Nothing was taken out of company property. Yeah, but it was, uh, was this is conversion. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, uh-huh. here's the way. They, they just, they wanted to fire him. They probably were just trying to cut back anyway. They're like, oh, we could fire him over Right. This. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fire him, fire there. Yeah. It's going out. No, so, so he matter. got fired. And then like the guy who actually was stealing from the company stayed on for like another five years until Radio Shack like went out of business, I guess. Well, here's the thing. Those type of companies, uh, most of them, like even like my parents, um, they, I mean, they owned a business. I remember they hired a manager and dude, just hiring anyone. Everyone's a time thief, dude. Oh, like, yeah. They had cameras set up, and the guy would just... He would come in, and he would hang out and just work before the store was open. Because it's an arcade, right? So you yeah. got to be there when people are playing games, and the games are breaking. Yeah, but he would come in. Some. He'd get his hours at the beginning of the day, just come in, hang out, like do work. Like, just like... Not, not even work for the arcade. He'd just like hang out while no one was there. And it was just... So, so he was leaving early. Yeah, and it, he would be like, oh, I already got all my hours. I can't come in, you know? So it was, it's basically, if you're, okay, this is, my point is, if you're Radio Shack, if you're corporate, basically they're going to say, duh. Yeah, no, for sure. People yeah. steal, dude. Yeah. No, they know. Yeah. Time theft is part of running a business. You're not right. going to get 100% efficiency out of everybody. No. You're just not, because no one wants to do their job. People want to go home and watch yeah. football and jerk off and eat steaks or something i don't know what people right. do that sounds nice it does sound nice yeah, but that's what i want to do that's what people so when you got steaks and jerk off and football in people's <laughs> yeah. minds constantly they're not gonna be sitting there being like would you like to get the protection plan right. on this guy no dude they're not gonna do that they don't care since we're on this road i think the only that's way why to- sweatshops are so effective right there's no nothing there's outside no alternative of it. Yeah. this is your life well i think what it is is it's you gotta make people all right, you got to value your job. If you want good work, you got to give something. You got to make sure that the people want to keep that job. If you go in, if you're at Radio Shack and you're like, you know what? If I got fired or didn't get fired, it'd be the same to me. It would affect yeah. me emotionally the same. Because yeah. I don't care either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, it's like that thing, dude. I remember one time, uh, like a brewery I heard, like, lets their employees drink for free like just on, on the job. job they're just like you can just drink whatever you want whenever you want yeah and then people were like isn't yeah. this crazy have we talked about this maybe he's Not like on the podcast but the, yeah. the owner was someone asked him they're like don't you think that's kind of crazy to let your employees just like drink as much beer as they want all day and he was like 
if you tell them they can have three free beers every shift, they'll drink five. Yeah. So the thought process being, yeah, I'm just going to step away. Odds are you guys aren't going to be drinking seven beers a day. Right. But mentally, I've tricked you into thinking that you have control and be like, oh, I'm allowed to just do whatever I want. But in reality... This is like psychological manipulation we're talking about here. This is the class yeah. system, my dude. This is what Karl Marx was talking about. You got to own the means of production, right? This is yeah. all. This is another conversation. Well, but, I think not to like to like keep it to not like go deep into communism, but I, I yeah. think with manipulation in terms of like you ever read How to Win Friends and Influence People? No, it's a good book on manipulating people into doing what you want by yes. being friendly and being nice. But I mean, mainly what that is is here's a way you can here's a way to manipulate people if you say don't drink on the job don't be drinking beers don't be pouring yourself beers yeah you better not yeah. you better you're in trouble you're fired then when you get away with it when you pour yourself a beer and you drink on the job you're like i got away with it fuck you yeah i don't i'm i got it and i rightfully stole it yeah but if the manager says hey guys um don't drink on the job um don't like we're not gonna like if you are drinking on the job, like we're not gonna say anything. We're not gonna like fire you on the spot, but just as a integrity thing, we don't want our bartenders. Yeah, you remove the, the competition, yeah. but you know you remove yeah. the challenge. Yeah, you say we're not gonna like fire you if you are. It's people fine. want a challenge. Yeah. people yes. want to. F- people right. want to be like, oh, you say I can't do this. Well, I'm gonna show you that I can. Yes. And so when you remove that element of being like there is no competition, you yeah, know? it's like you can. Drink, I'm getting but, uh, rich off you. Yeah. Yeah, you just say it you like, can drink thirty. This is how this is real mental manipulation. Yeah. So if you own a business, this is how I would be if I when I run my Papa John's franchise. I'd be like, guys, you can steal forty pizzas a day, and I'm still a millionaire. Oh, and then people will be like, wait a second. And I was like, guys, steal all the pizza you want. I don't care. I don't care. Right. I'm making bank off. You, you can't guys. steal enough pizza to make me poor yeah just know that <laughs> but yeah. they, i mean obviously they could <laughs> no no no, no. i would you, set they're it gonna up. be challenged then they're gonna be yeah. like all right fuck yeah. you dude yeah yeah okay i steal 50 pizzas the move then would be like okay i stole 70 pizzas and i donated it to a homeless shelter yeah and i'd be like you're fired for stealing company <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure that the, that is lesson the learned scumbag. that's gonna that's gonna dude i like how ass. when we like daydream about jobs we want to have they're all super manipulative dark jobs we're talking about being a pi yeah it's exciting busting people yeah, yeah. i guess that's what it is we just yeah. want something a little sexy right yeah dude. you just want something a little sexy you, yeah, know? you don't want to stare at code all day or right. fucking edit videos no yeah, dude, dude i want to see someone fucking their secretary yeah. and getting it on film and be like yeah bitch and then then you flip it all the way around be like i got hired I will delete this video in front of you if you pay oh, me a double agent, grand. dude. Yes, yeah, dude. Yeah, double you agent. Flip. Then, but then yes. you have no. And then you're skip up. town. Yeah, that's the crazy. Here's what. But you become then. All right, you unite the people that were driven apart by a common enemy, which is you, because you flip on them and you're like, you know what, guys? Forty-five grand, and uh, this goes. You away. know what the story is? Didn't find you cheating. Yeah. You're a respectable guy. Then at that point. Then you go and you flip it back on them. You're, and then you, you just you just double cross so many times and you're just collecting money to the point where the two of them are like, 
hey, you've been talking to this PI. You make making deals with him. Like, I fucking hate you right now because you've been cheating on me, but yeah. I hate this PI more. I, this guy's a piece <laughs> of shit. Well, let's kill he him. Took, but he fleeced both of us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is the move. So you go to this lady says, hey, my husband's cheating. Okay, great. I'm so sorry. Half up front, that's the deposit. That's yeah. for my risk, you know. Yeah. You take that chick's money. You go out, catch this guy, extort him for 50 grand. Right. Say, hey, I'll delete this clip. You smash it in front of him. Boom. Right. We're a two-man team. I got the other camera. Yeah. There's two videos. So then we go back in the van, take my footage, go back to the other lady, get our second half of the money. Yeah. That's a bing. We're making enemies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is how you get killed. But, yeah, I know. But that's it would a, be a fun ride, dude. We'd make, we'd make $45,000 and then die. And then die. Yeah, I'd have just enough money to like buy a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Before I get my fucking head blown off in an alley. I think yeah. the, here's what the real move would be. If we were going to really do a... A long con, I think it would take five years, okay? Hear me out. <laughs> okay, me I'm out. in. No, ten. Yeah. All so, right, dude. So we we start a small PI firm, all right? And the thing is, we got to get good, okay? Yeah. We gain a reputation around town, and we kind of work our way up. Finally, we kind of have a big client. It's, it's two law firms. Yeah. One of them's- Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry hires us. Yeah. Because he thinks his wife's cheating. So- Aisha Curry, whatever. Is that her yeah, name? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we we figured out, like, she's cheating. We double cross her. We go, well, no, we go to her. We like, hey, um, so it's going to be $2 million. All right? Yeah. She's like, okay. Okay. She's well, flustered. Yeah. She doesn't really know what to do. She's caught in the act. All she knows is that if she doesn't pay up, it's, her life is over. Right. She can buy herself time with $2 million. That's how you get people, dude. Yes. So then we go, and then we go back to Steph, and we say, okay, well, not only that, uh, so we, we just go, we expose her, okay? Yeah. We expose her. Oh, you know what we need is we need double dirt. So we need dirt on- Dirt on Steph. Let's say we got dirt on Steph. Yeah. And then we go back, and we then we have leverage on both of them, and then we, at the end of it, they pay us $5 million, and we go away. But we got five million dollars, and then we we gotta like kind of move to. We're back in Venezuela. So you're you're, you're yeah. Mario Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that's the game is to unite people and being like, hey, turns out we're both pieces of shit. Right. Maybe we should just try again. Maybe we should. But there, yeah, they would say maybe we should try again. Unite and yeah, kill and Zach kill and Joey. Yeah, because they guys. fucked us. Yeah. Which, by the way, no one, no person in their right mind would ever hire a team of private investigators named Zach and Joey. We sound You're- like a fucking Nickelodeon show that follows <laughs> iCarly, bro. Yeah. No one's hiring us for shit. All right, that ain't happening. All right, well, I'm Joseph then. You're Joseph? Who are you? Are you I don't know. I feel like I would have are to really. No, I'd have to switch it up to just be like ZD Powers. Like initial Dude, Z Z the initial is bad. It's worse. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I t- it's too extreme. Yeah, I have a name. I could never be a PI. No one would ever <laughs> Zach the private investigator. Yeah. That you feel like that guy's gonna steal your identity. Well, what's first. your full name, Zachary? Zachary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It have it would have to be ZD. Yeah. It would have to be ZD. Yeah, ZD and Joseph. CD and Joseph. Yeah, why are we going with our first names? It's Bert- yeah, that's a good, Powers that's Bertoff. A good idea. Bertoff Powers. Dude. No, that's even worse. That's even more incriminating. You can't do last names. 
That's why all these things are called like eagle eye investigators because yeah. oh, they're true. like, we don't want you to know our name. We'll come up with something. Yeah, we'll think of something. We'll find it. The bottom line is we're going to exploit people. Nobody's investigating. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody's dumb. What a dumb thing to cheating. say. <laughs> Ancient pyramids. Black holes. Who did 9-11? I have a theory. So we were at your, we were at the Second City Comedy Show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In- Should we back this up? How, is there or any how far back do you want to go? There is no preface to this. I was on. I got. I got booked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You okay? I for the trash for, Second for, City for on, that show on a comedy for that show. There's some people in 1998 are still trying to get careers. I yeah. can't trash Second City. You know. I Someone watched you. 30 Rock I one want, time, and now yeah. they're trying to get a career. They're, hey, it's only two grand, and maybe you'll meet somebody, but no guarantee. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I'm not going to. I would say, okay, you've uh, you've put you've put your you put words in quotes before quite a few times. Yeah, and I've like I I kind of like stood by the legitimacy of the things you're putting in quotes. <laughs> this one you should put booked in quotes. Yeah, I got booked on a show at Second City. Uh, it turns out it was just kind of like an open mic thing where people were doing three minutes. It was uh, really uh, bad. You can say that it was bad. Yeah. It was a bad show. But I'll let you kind of take it from here. That's the table's been set. Okay. So watching this show, it did, it took me back to doing stand up and doing open mics, and like I'm I'm done. I'm like that was like the, that was like it the was nail the, in the really, coffin. Yeah. That was just like oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not doing it. Um. So, but I was thinking this. I'm th- here's my theory. L. A. Comedians. First of all, everyone's a comedian. Uh, and In nobody's LA. funny. Yeah. All right. So this is like, dude, the comedian. There were, there were. I think there was one. There was one guy at the show. That guy. I think his name was Kanye oh. West. Oh, dude. That's not a shitty Kanye West joke. There was a guy actually at this mic. What's happening? Are we being bombed in Iraq? No one can hear this, but it sounds like we're in Fallujah. No, it's just a fucking motorcycle. Oh, it's a car. There was a chopper, though, and I heard sirens. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's we enti- got caught on, dude. We got to get the PIs, dude. Dude, it's entirely... We're going to keep doing this podcast, but it's entirely possible that there is, like... Here, there's... A police situation. Yeah, there might be a police... Like, it, We might hear a gunshot. All right, well, it's locked. We're good. No one's gonna. No one's shooting us. We it haven't is, even started our PI career yet. That is true. It is true. But like, there, there's enough. A combination of enough things. Like the chopper, hearing that, hearing the siren. There's enough to it's make a nice me, little cocktail. There's of danger. Yes, there is. It's basically all. And also, it does sound like that motorcycle's outside your door, and we're pretty far away from the street. They might be heading. Don't out. worry, they they killed. They, but the no, police shot the guy. I, I am they uh, like a little bit though. I was scared. If you look back at the camera, you'll see my like genuinely see a little scared fear. face. No, no, it's okay. They they shot the guy in the head. Good, uh, good. Yeah, because he was holding a phone. But anyway, so continue. Ah man. Okay, so Second City, we're there, and I think people are encouraged. They're like, oh, you should be a comedian too. So now every person that was an actor, everyone's encouraged them to be a content creator. Yeah. And they, so they're like, I got to do stand up too. So now there's just a abundance of stand ups. So here's the theory. I think these people, these like old actors, they're like, oh, I'm an actor, but now I'm going to be a comedian. Yeah. I think during the day they get on meme pages 
Yeah. They get on oh, meme yes, pages dude. and then yeah, they yeah, yeah. regurgitate the memes they've seen. Because yes. I'm basically I'm there and I'm listening to like four or five different comedians and I'm thinking, I was on the toilet today reading a meme with that joke. Yeah, no, that this is you're a hundred percent nailed. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, you are you're right. Because here's the thing. The issue in LA is that like basically comedy has skyrocketed so much and comedy is so profitable. For like media companies, because it's cheap as fuck to shoot a special. Mm -hmm. And if you're famous, like Dave Chappelle, it's gonna get a ton of views, right? So that's like the one side of it. But then the thing is, now the comedies, we're in such a comedy boom that when you live in a town like LA, everyone's like, yeah. Oh, I can do this. Or, you know, the real problem is that actors have started to think that their thoughts have like value, right? And that they should say things. But in reality, they're just, you know, supposed to. They're pretty, and that's why they're supposed to just read. You're a hunk. You're just supposed to read what some fat nerd like me writes in a writer's room. Know your role. Know your role. Anyway, so that's what's going on, and you're right. What it is is you see a lot of people who are clearly new, and that's fine, but then like you see that like it's almost like they studied, like crammed the night before finals, yeah. and you'll hear like, dude, sometimes I'll hear like a Louis joke like verbatim. Sometimes I'll yeah. hear like a straight up. I was like, oh, that's from Hilarious. That's like his yeah. most famous special. Like right. you see people basically crack open the textbook of comedy and start yeah. storing just like little nuggets in their head. And that's what it is. Regurgitating I think it's like, them. Yeah. It's uh, I don't think it's like it's just subliminal. It's basically yeah. they think they have an idea, but they watched Hilarious. There's a lot of people yeah. who are just actors who are like, you know what? I could also add comedian to my reel. Right. All I got to do is do a one open mic. Then go to Flappers, get my shitty little tape that yeah. no one will watch. They'll just see me talking on stage and be like, comedian, but right. boom, you're a comedic actor. That's the problem with, that's the problem about right. working, like, <laughs> working again. That's the problem about being in, like, the entertainment world as we sort of are in whatever level of hell we exist in. I'm not we're saying we're up here crushing, but yeah, we are in, we're in, it. We're in yeah, hell. Sure. We're in it. We're in it. So you start to see that like, yeah, dude, it's so common of just like actors who were like, dude, what? I went to a fucking mic one time and the guy hosting was just, he was on The Bachelor. Like he was one of the contestants on The Bachelor. Ooh, okay, yeah. And he actually ended up getting kicked off. He was talking about it on stage. He got kicked off because of some Me Too shit. It was actually interesting. Oh, really? To. Yeah, okay, it actually yeah. was interesting. But no, it was not, it was not funny. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you, we sat at this show. We sat at this show. What was that? What did I say on stage? The thing? Like describing, oh, I said it. You compared felt, it to a methadone. Clinic, I said it felt yeah. like a talent show at a methadone clinic. Yeah. That was what it felt like. Okay, it was it, the thing. There's okay here. I'm gonna go through the tropes of open micers that made this place suck. First of all, okay, I will say I'll start with the good. All right. Yeah, I let's. Just, we should go down this whole because we did this one time where we were talking about types of open mic yes. comedians. People liked that, so maybe we should dig into this a little bit more. Okay, well, I'm going to go through the respectable ones. Yeah, do that. Okay. The respectable ones, there was the there was the dude, the um, he was gay, he had super short shorts, effeminate, yeah. black yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He came in, and he had... He was funny. He had jokes. Yeah. Dude, that, that's what I'm like. Okay, so him, I'm like, all right, he came prepared. He was working on stuff. Dude was professional. Okay. And then we had the, the like manic. We had the manic dude yeah. who is just 
He had he claimed to have something. He claimed to have written an act, but then he said, "Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna come in talk about this. I'm just gonna talk yeah. about this." And then, so what's I think it's so interesting. This is a common one, by the way. This is oh, it's just like I want to talk about like y'all was talking about this, so I want to talk about this. I'm gonna talk about it, and then they'll say the premise, and then they'll say, "Yeah, that's like weird, right?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. have something. No, you no, no. Be- yeah, no. This is a common one. This is the this is the comic who who took the comedy is therapy too seriously. Yeah, man. When in reality, be like, no, you actually need mental health evaluations. Right. You're a troubled person who's just yelling. Comedy is therapy, but. Therapy is not necessarily no. comedy. Comedy, dude, yeah. if you're doing comedy right, it's pushing you towards jumping Mental off the golden braid. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. like, it's not safe. If you're ever in a place where you're like, comedy's really, if you're ever, if you're ever a comedian and you're in a spot where you're like, you know what, doing this comedy, it's really helping me figure yourself out, find out where I should go in my life. You probably suck. All right. Right. You, there's no way. There's no way. If you feel like you're walking towards the light, you're doing it wrong. Uh, yeah, if you've turned if you've turned comedy because things are rough, yeah. they're not gonna get better. If you're like comedy has really turned my life around, <laughs> you haven't even cracked <laughs> the surface, dude. How many people do we know? That I remember talking to people in Cincinnati. They were like, "Yeah, you know, I was just I started doing comedy and I just love it. I just like it's all I want to do. Like it's all I can think about. Like I just." And I'm like, and then I'm at the same open mic with them. There's like nobody, nobody's there. You're like yeah. the 20th person to go. I'm like, you love it? Yeah. You love this shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, you having fun? You, can. you having fun? Yeah. No, comedy, like in my opinion, real comedy is like when you're like, because th- this is how I do legitimately feel. I'm like, you know what, dude? I like always have to do stand up. I'm always thinking about jokes. Like I all every day I'm like, I want to be a comedian. And then also every day I'm like, I want to quit comedy. Yeah. Every day has to just be a constant right ACDC switch of the poles. Right. Where you're just like, I'm happy. I what am I doing? Yeah. Like, and you're screaming alone in your car, driving all over the city. Right. Waste of gas to just stand around thirty other sad people, and you're like, dude, life. But hey, dude, I might get a CISO special. So hey, what's the it all for? Wide open, you know. Yeah. But you gotta quit. It's the, it's. I mean, we've talked about this. this. Is my mantra: life is sacrifice. Yeah, life is. Sacrifice. So here life is, is pain. Life is pain. But you know what, dude? You know how you can make your life less painful. Yeah. And significantly less interesting. Yeah. Quit comedy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? That's the safer bet. You'll have this like mild level of like chill. You'll yeah. Just oh, you know what? I'm just gonna watch OSHA fail videos for four hours tonight. Yeah. It's not bad. No, you, good. no, see, you've already gone too far. When you start quitting comedy is when you get in this place, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna stay home tonight. I'm gonna watch uh Bring the Funny on NBC. Oh and just have a good night and just kind of relax. I'm gonna watch America's Got Talent and just hang out. Wait for my son to call me. Yeah. 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 No, you do so, get into it. You do it can take I think you what we get, know is that yeah. there's a dark place on both sides of comedy. There like, is. it's never... Well, I think even just, like, sat, I mean, I'm trying to think of the right word. I don't want to say artist because I just don't want to sound yeah, like don't a do that. cunt. Yeah. But, because I, I do that, too. Like, every, like, I'm always doing something. I just don't have the mentality, dude, I'm going to sound like a dick. I'm not even going to finish this sentence because I'm going to sound like do such it, a dick. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Like, I don't have the, I can't just go home and chill. 
No. Like, I can't just go that home. That doesn't make and you chill. sound like a dick. I'm the same way. You got to be doing something. Yeah, but like you're not making you're not saying hey, okay, it'd be different if you're like, "You know what, man? I can't even understand people who like don't do anything creative or artistic." I'm not even saying yeah. that. I don't give a fuck. But like I think we do know that if you're a person, you need something to like occupy your brain that's right. not work. Right. You need to have some kind of like hobby or something that yeah. like you can get done and be like, I'm going to put my effort towards this goal. It might be working out. Right. You might be a carpenter. You might be painting, you know, birdhouses yeah. for jail inmates. I don't know what your deal is. I think it's okay. You know what? Here's what I think those people do. I think they get genuine satisfaction from their jobs. So those people that can go home and like watch the entire staircase one night because they got when they got home from work. I think those people because they feel like they did something. Yeah, that day. Yeah, I've never had that feeling. So I I don't. (laughs) I think I think we actually. I think that's really what the issue is. Yeah, people people do comedy because they're not getting the fulfillment. fulfillment They're not getting the most out of life in whatever their situation was. That's okay. So here's the thing. You know what I believe? I believe, let's say if we could get, if this was successful and it like made us money and we had our entire time to devote to this, I think this could be, we would, we would do some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Well, you could say that about a lot of things, you know, what do you mean? Yeah, no, I agree. The bottom line is if you're getting paid to do something you like, then yeah, but I'm always either way, you know, but I think the level of commitment we could put into it, We'd be, we'd be yeah. Joe Rogan twins. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I think what you're saying is that like, if you get paid to do comedy, you can devote more time to doing it. Right. You yeah. don't have to have a bullshit day job. All you can do is just sit around thinking about that. And then in turn, the product would get better. Right. Which would. I'm saying we got like a strong views. work ethic. And I think if we had more time. Yeah. This is obvious. What am I talking? Yeah, I know. About? I I was trying to follow you here, but okay. no, I get. I feel like I get what you're saying. I get. You get the point of it, you know. But and the I bottom line like is, asshole. there's too many comedians. Let's go back to the fucking yes. You're talking about the types of okay, comedians. I have the other one, the okay. manic one. There's the okay, the manic one. He just comes out uh, and he says he wants to talk about whatever came to his mind during other people's sets. The thing is, though, he then he'll start talking about that. He hasn't put any forethought in it, and he hasn't put any subconscious thought into it. So there's nothing. No, there. there's no substance. There's yeah. nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, that's the thing is people think that just because they had a thought, yeah, that it's, that it's like a joke and it's fine, dude. They, comedy is so bad nowadays that like you basically go and you're like, all right, if you see someone who at least tells a joke. And I'm using words deliberately here. Yeah. Someone who's like set up punchline tag. You're like, oh my God. Right. That's crazy. Especially now in this LA, like new world of like cool comedians. Yo, so so I was talking to this girl. I'm like, dude, like, what are we doing? Like, this shit's crazy. And I was like telling her, I'm like, man, you can't be coming over here all the time. And like, you're like, what? What? And the the guy's like got like 70,000 Instagram followers. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And you're just like, you feel me? Like white people, like for real, like. By the yeah. way, I'm doing an impersonation of a white guy. Right. That's how meta this joke That's, is. These are actually I, white nerdy comedians in LA who look like me and going up there and be like, do white people like they loving these acai bowls, man? I don't get it. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yo, like for real though? Like I'm just trying. Yeah. Like that's, that's the whole thing. Dude, there is that like, 
Yeah, for real though. That, yeah, like they're people talking be, with people you. Do like, this. hey guys, we're cool. Like, right. we're dude, we're all in this together. Like, what's up, guys? Like, isn't that crazy? Like, no, dude, no. It okay. Here's no the, the ultimate phrase of a comedian who is ill prepared, thinks that they can just wing it without any preparation. Is it's like crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like crazy. It's like I don't. It's like crazy, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, no. It's like crazy, right? Followed by this. It's like crazy, right? Like. This isn't even like a joke. This is just yeah. like my life, yeah. which we've talked ad nauseum about. Right, you yeah. Know. It is the, it's, you know, it's like crazy or whatever. It's just, it's it's just like crazy. That, like, it's crazy or whatever is me, is them saying, I'm too lazy to come up with something profound yeah. and interesting to say about it. I don't know how I feel. I don't know that I'm prepared. It'd be like, and I thought you'd be laughing by now. <laughs> I feel like the, if like, if I can make an analogy for this, and again, I'm not saying, listen, come see me do comedy sometime. You'll be like, this guy doesn't have it figured out, but I will say this. I feel like comedy is sort of like, like these people who are doing this behavior that we're talking about. It's like fishing, right? It'd be like if you were fishing in the middle of a lake and you got a bite and you're like, I caught a fish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's more to it. You could have a thought and be like, oh, that's funny. But, like, it's not a joke. Then you have to, like, start digging deeper and be like, wait, yeah. why is that funny? And you just, like, the work isn't, like, just having the thought. Yes. If you're awake in this fucking simulation we live in, you're going to have a thought. But then the, the whole thing is, why is that funny? And how can I package this in a way that will make sense out of my brain? So now we right. have this whole thing of people who are going in there and they're like, just because I had this thought that basically wasn't, hey, rent's due in three days. Don't forget that. Right. Just because I had one thought yeah. that was somewhat wild, I can just go on stage and say it. And it's like, yeah, you can, but let's not call this comedy. There's, right. no, there's no beginning, middle, and end. It's just like a thing. It's just like it's literally just – there have been some people I feel like who succeeded so well, like stream of consciousness – comedy yeah but you gotta be like those people are next level like yes savants. exactly yeah, that's yeah, what i'm yeah, saying yeah. it's like it's a talent right but like even then like you know that there are punchlines hidden all throughout it yes that are just so subtly kind of smoothed in there that they can do organically and on the spot yes but you my friend can't but it's Nor like can i yes i, I know cannot. I, i'm not saying i can but i if i went at when i went to open mics i would i would come Knowing I would, I came prepared because I knew I wasn't arrogant enough to think that I could just have a stream of consciousness on stage yeah. and think that it was funny nor interesting. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, you have to have a certain level of delusion to be able to you do. do it. But yeah, you're right. It, it, the bottom line is that you can't just go up there with a couple thoughts and be like, oh, I got a tight five. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, oh, I got a tape of me at Flappers saying this shit. Right. Somebody book me. And you're like, no. Meanwhile, again, who we, who do we compete with? Live link. Okay. Right. Hey, that's a funny set. Meanwhile, I just watched three kids get mugged on bikes. <laughs> right. Lighting off firecrackers, blowing some motherfucker's hand off on live link. Yeah. My level of sensory overload is way above that this. Is. Like, to sit quietly in a little tiny room and hear someone talk about tinder yeah oh god dude so well tinder dude and then you get and you got people reinforcing this too like lily singe sing i wait we like lily dude we're rooting for lily i that sounds like 
I'm being pretentious and like condescending. From like coming from you, it does. From me, it doesn't. I I will. I'll just have to be upfront with it, dude. I tried watching it. It was so bad. It was bad Tinder jokes. It's yeah. horrible. It's literally if if those jokes were told by some random chick at an open mic, it would it would be crickets. You True. would hear glasses clinking at the bar. Like right. it, it's it's just so I don't know. But that's just like a hack premise now. And now now you got me thinking again. Like who are who are the open micers? Oh, I have more. I have one I, I that have. I see a lot. Okay. You want to go first? I'll go first. Sure. Right. Uh, here's a common one. The 43-year-old chick who just got divorced. Oh. And she's kind of restarting her life. And then now like com- she's like finally doing comedy. Which, again, this sounds pretentious as fuck. I... I'll hey, own man. up to that, but it's, it's so common. Yeah. I've seen it so many times that like it is a thing. So like, is it pretentious of me to say this? Yes. Is it also true? Absolutely. Okay. It's more true than it is pretentious of you. <laughs> That's why it's pretentious because it is true. Yeah. It's because you don't want to see me say, but right. it's true. How many? I've been in so many. And it's not just women, by the way. A lot of guys. A lot of guys oh, who yeah. like I just got divorced and. It was either this or start taking CrossFit classes, so here I am. And yeah. then they'll just like rattle off like a David Cross joke. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you didn't- <laughs> At least they came with a joke, even if it wasn't their own. Yeah, I at least respect that. Yeah. At least Honestly, tell a that's joke. like, I'm like, hey, man. I don't that's- care if you wrote it. I yeah. just wanted to say, I'm like, oh, I did like that David Cross <laughs> joke. Yeah. Like, let me remind me of a David Cross joke. Yeah. I like at least, but don't just go on. Uh, I think people have this like romantic, like that woman or man. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um. Have that romantic idea. They get divorced and then they go to an open mic and then crush and it turns them on like a completely new trajectory yeah. in their life. People people watch the show crashing one time. And yeah. They're like, this is it. Next week I'm sitting on Bill Burr's couch. And I'm do, opening for him. They move pretty fast, but I do think they do a good job in that show of displaying the how fucking awful it is doing open mics. Yeah, that's why I didn't like watching that show because I was like, this is, I don't want to relive my already shitty life. Right. I don't want to go back in this. But yeah, so that's, that's one is the, the re, the new divorcee. What was yours? Okay. I got one. I got, yeah, I got one more. Then we should probably wrap or soon. I guess. Yeah, we're good and close. Okay. Um, this is, you'll know the guy that I'm talking about, but it's the guy that comes on and does, He'll say something outrageous, and it's not a great joke, but it's like he says it like a punchline. He's like, hmm, "Guess that one's just me, huh?" No, uh, oh, that one's just for me. And yeah. then he'll he'll just sit there and kind of embrace the no laughter, and then he'll be like, "Oh, huh, I thought that one was good." Yeah. yeah. And then so it's like, here's how I felt, dude. Here's how I felt during that mic. And coming from this archetype that I'm talking about right now, it's the. It's me. I was just there as a spectator. So I felt like the entire time I was being yelled at. Like I was being <laughs> reprimanded. I was like, why aren't you? La- you suck. Yeah. You suck. And that's, I'm like, I don't know what That's to how do. you know you're at a good comedy show when everybody's <laughs> making you feel bad about existing Everyone, there. I felt, the, here's the thing. It's This is what I didn't like about those open mic comedians is they were talking to me and then every time they would do a joke, Nobody would laugh. And then yeah. they would look at me and be like, why aren't any of you laughing? I'm like, yeah. you were just us. You were just You were literally here. just on this you side were, of the equation. You didn't laugh either. You know why you're not laughing. You're not funny. Nothing is not funny. This, this isn't funny. Right. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I never understood that. Like, I, I cannot understand people who, like, 
turn on a crowd. Like maybe I don't have enough confidence. Yeah. To, there's so many cases of like a comedian who like turned on the crowd and it was hilarious. I couldn't do it. Because I would just start le- legitimately personally attacking people, and it would not be funny. If a crowd's it rude, would, if it's rude, then you can just be like, all right, I'm going to like look beyond the lights and personally attack. Yeah. But if it's just people that are like polite people, and they're giving you their attention, yes. you can't be mad. Like, That's we true. Talking I've turned on some crowds before just because like I looked out and everybody was texting, yeah, and then, yeah, I'm like, you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. But like, if they are all watching, and I'm like... That's why I'll never, you'll never hear me on stage be like, oh, I guess, <laughs> sorry, you guys didn't like that one. I'll be yeah. like, oh, I'm not funny. Like, yeah. that's, that's what you'll see it start happening in my brain where I'll tell a joke and the whole room's paying attention and it bombs. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm an imposter. You should feel this that way. This is all a sham. Yes, <laughs> you should. That's why, see, if you're not feeling, if you don't feel like you're a sham all the time, right. I don't think you're actually trying. Yeah. I really don't. And like, whatever realm of yeah, life you're talking about yeah, totally. if you don't feel like an imposter all the time yeah. i feel like you're not actually trying or yeah that's the thing you're not because you're not at the top of your game so you should have always this level of people are gonna find me out yeah you should and that was the thing so every time this guy did a joke i'd be like i i tried to give him something so i that's no where, that's see that's I, where you can't every, do that though. every like 11 seconds this was me at the open mic okay yeah, you can't do that though. You taught me this, and you—I don't even know if you remember this, dude. No. Like four years ago, whatever. Right when I first started doing comedy, I remember like we were at Maudie's, the upstairs bar, mm-hmm. since he bought sex where they had shows there, and you would always sit like right in the front and just just kind of like watch. Yeah, and you wouldn't like laugh out loud at people. I remember like one time we were talking about it. You're like. Yeah, I'm not going to fake laugh for people. Like, they deserve an honest reaction. Their jokes aren't going to get better if I bullshit them. And I was like, he's fucking right. Oh, I cared more then. Yeah. So ever since you said that, though, I'm like, he's right. Like, uh, dude, there's nothing. Dude, I, like, think about putting a gun in my mouth when I'm at a comedy show. And, like, people are, and it's just shitty fucking jaded comedians who hate life. And they're all just sitting there. And, like, someone will tell a joke. And then someone in the back will be like, ha. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, don't fucking you're just making a noise that says hey i kind of thought that was funny but you're not actually laughing so it's like why are we settling for this thing right right like isn't the goal to make people be like oh my fuck like actually laughing is not a choice joy like if you're true laughter is not a choice no it gets like when you can right when you can get someone when you can get when someone's like it's like tickling someone yes they just as much as they don't want to do it they can't you for yeah. you can't that's what we're going for right exactly. that's the goal all right yeah to make someone experience the joy of being tickled. i don't want to i don't ever want to be like performing comedy and someone in the crowd's like all right i'll decide to do this ha <laughs> ha yeah like oh no <laughs> i want to be up there being like epstein was innocent and right. people are like what the fuck hey like, that's at least something if someone would have said like everyone okay there was a moment in that there was definitely a moment in that open mic where um i thought the guy might open fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know what you're talking about there is a moment he comes out yeah and he's like i'm i'm kanye west and if you've seen any open mic there's always some guy that 
does some like avant-garde thing yeah that there's usually a guy that does like avant like an alex leeds who does something funny that's kind of avant-garde yeah and then there's always the guy that just comes out and does some nonsense yeah doesn't work yeah and this guy comes out and he says something like my mom died my dad died and at that point i'm like yeah no, there's oh, some jacket people. Jacket looks like I've, it could carry a yeah, lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I bet you could. You're packing heat. Yeah. No, some people are so. Sometimes I see people and I'm like, man, this person is so bad at comedy that they clearly have no regard for human life. Yeah, like they clearly like. You ever see someone who's like so troubled that you're like, wow, life is cheap in your brain, isn't right. it? Right, yeah. <laughs> we're all replaceable, right. aren't we? You, like, it's they, like the yeah. Joker, dude. Yeah, I mean, no, it is. It is. This guy up there, like y'all, laugh someday. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's driving a car through a crowd of people at Charlottesville. And you're like, yeah. what? I should have laughed. I'm sorry. And it's they look at. They're like, oh, you would have no idea that I have nothing to lose. Well, I have I, everything. To jokes get, on yeah, you. Yeah. You just see them. That they just see directly through you, and you're like, "This isn't good." Yeah, this is no. This guy's not recognizing no, my humanity, and no he's getting bueno. mad. Yeah, you can see the people. You can see in people's eyes, like mad dog eyes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? No. They're like a rabid dog, and they're <laughs> yeah. just waiting to bite something. And then this is like, dude, some of these people doing comedy, and you know that they're really thinking about like doing a mass shooting. Is you're like <laughs> watching them, and you're like, "This is like, this is like when you give a dog a chew toy, and it's like playing around." Around, like not letting go you're yeah. like, in reality it could just be like and then yeah. just like bite your wrist face off. <laughs> yeah like, that's yeah. what it feels like sometimes it's like oh what is the power right. you're actually capable once of? the dog's like what if i just bit his goddamn face <laughs> if i bite his throat then i'll have the toy forever <laughs> the dog just changes his mind makes it a little yeah. more interesting yeah just ups the stakes a little <laughs> bit dude just a little bit but it's i will say you know at the end of the day Unless there's someone there who like, you know what? This guy has a manifesto. Yeah. It's probably not a good comedy show. You need that little element of danger. I could do without the manifestos, dude. Yeah. There's so many. <laughs> there like, are a shocking it, amount of it's them. It's like kind of interesting when it first happens. Like the people that you're like, all right, this person has got some incoherent nonsense to say. And then yeah. you see so many of them. But that one did strike me as one that I, I, I felt a little bit threatened, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. Yeah. I was sitting there. I'm like, boy. Yeah. yeah. We could be in a we could be in a BuzzFeed article here soon. Not. No. Sorry. That's the wrong. We could be in an AP news article. Yeah, soon. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we like, could be a news alert on right. the TV here. With soon. the most serious, <laughs> not fluff piece. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> BuzzFeed was the Beyond wrong analogy. <laughs> we're about to be a Reuters. Hard news. We're about to be a B- <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're about to be a BBC article. Okay? <laughs> yeah. That's not good. We're about <laughs> That's how to you be, know shit yeah. went south when you end up on the BBC. <laughs> You're yeah. like, I'm in Missouri. That's not good. Yeah. You don't want to be breaking news. Yeah. You never want to be breaking <laughs> yeah. news. You don't want to be you don't want to be news that comes from a text on your cell phone. Yeah, you can't be that guy. Well shit, I had one more. Uh, thing. if you're on the fence about doing comedy, um, I think you should listen to this over again and just really think about if it's something you could Well, I no, here's the thing, because I I believe people have to make mistakes for themselves. I think if you want, if you're on the fence, if you kind of like always wanted to try comedy, just go to one open mic. See if yeah. you like it. Yeah, just go to one and do it. No, I think everyone should do comedy, but I, but like, 
I did. I just encouraged everyone. Actually, I don't. I, I don't believe that. I said that, and then as I was saying, I was like, I don't actually believe that. No, well, I, I don't think the, that. There's too many, and it's making me angry. It's hard. I but I'm. I said I it in a really. I said it in a really condescending way. So I basically am saying, go do it. Realize what it is. Look at it in the face. Look at it. It's not what you imagined it would be. And then yeah, don't. Think about having no credit when you're 37 and be like, <laughs> it's comedy's going to save my life. That's the thing. You need, you need other buns in the oven. Dude. You got to have other yeah. buns in the oven. You like got I, to. Right. I think about that and I'm like, you know what? If you don't, that's when you're the manifesto guy yes. on the stage with a big old packet of words. Right. And you're like, I know half of these aren't ever going to see the light of day. Yeah. <laughs> Except posthumously. Right. Posthumously, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, it's that's. I think you're right. So, yeah. dude, I think lesson this podcast is you got one bun in the oven. Put another bun in there. Put another bun in there. Put yeah. two, three, four if you can fit it. Yeah, if you can fit it. But find other. Odds are one of them is going to get burned. Oh. If, if not all of them. If it's comedy, it's like a souffle, dude. Yeah. You got to be dead. You got to be watching it. So and yeah. It is like a souffle because you almost certainly will screw it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you just need a little bit of luck. And then at the end of the day, jerk someone off with your souffle. Mm. And it'll, it'll keep rising, you know? That's how souffles work. Um, you we're know what? This? Here's what. Good? Yeah, we're good. But you know what? The French bread, like the easiest thing to bake, is of the buns in the oven. Sourdough. No, this is this is the <laughs> metaphor okay. for is sourdough. The easy one. I don't know. I don't know. I've never baked bread in my maybe, life, so I don't either. even know what's easy. I don't know. This is the garlic bread. This is the pre-cooked garlic Texas frozen toast. Gar- <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Texas toast is like working out. Yeah, because it's the most basic thing. It's like there's no like it, there's no nuance to it. It's just like, dude, if you get on a fucking treadmill, your body will you'll, change. Something will happen. Yeah, you'll yeah. sweat and you'll feel differently. Right. Yeah. That's like the people who are like, yeah, well, I got this big old book of thoughts and man, ain't this crazy? Like, it's crazy though. Yeah. It's like for real. Like I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Like, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. It's like, now we're talking. We're not. I yeah, hate comedy. But there's so many, like, God. it's crazy, right? And it's, you know, it's just, like, weird. People be doing this, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm <laughs> if you're like, what? Right. Nobody's like, what? Yeah. Have a, what you're is sitting there like, Go, like, white girls, why you always be doing this? Like, why you always, say, again, white kid. This is white kid. This is a 21-year-old white Jew. This is this is his voice in L.A. comedy. Girl, white girls, why you always be doing this to us? Like, I you know, for real? Like, for real, though? Like for real? No, like for real. No, like this is for crazy. Real, like I don't, I don't know. Like, y'all think I was I'm just, joking, but I I'm just like, for... think. And then this is just five minutes, just five minutes of yeah. spinning, aimlessly wondering when it's ever gonna be over, if anything of any substance is gonna be said. And then, and then it ends, and then two days later, you get on Instagram and you see that that guy was on Lights Out with David Spade. The end. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's have comedy. You seen, have you seen people like? These like people that have not impressed you get some sort of success. Yes, recently, uh, big time too, and I'm not gonna say a name. All right, well, we're gonna talk Eat about shit, this motherfuckers. Subject. Come find me, hire your own private investigator. Yeah.